you guys know I'm the biggest like Ronaldo's fan, and 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 that hasn't changed, did it? Do you know what I mean? That hasn't changed, bro. He has to go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like I am dead serious, Ham. No, Tom, he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to. No, he doesn't have to. No, thank you, Ade. Thank you, thank you. No, he doesn't have to. 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 I love it. Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Adeke. You got myself, Ham. Hey, hey. The party. <laughs> another, another party. What's happening? What's happening? Good weekend of football. Huh? I think we we both had two good week. Okay, well, you didn't have like a great week last week, but well, we've had two good weeks, which is surprisingly enough. Like, um, yeah, we're having a good season. We don't do weeks. We're having a good season. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I put my, I set myself up for that one, but no, that's fine. I let, I let that go. I let that go. But what's been happening, though? You saying? Yeah, good man. Good. Trying to wrap up this Europa League stuff, get that nonsense out the way, and then focus. Focus. And then I checked the calendar. World Cup starts November the twentieth. So we're literally what twenty days away. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the hype hasn't been as much though. I think it not being in the summer has killed the hype a bit. Yeah, yeah. I expect yeah the maddest, most dysfunctional World Cup ever because <laughs> there's going to be no sense of continuity or rhythm or nothing. I mean, our boys finished the league, and I think the first game they play is what a week or something. What's that like? Of rhythm, continuity, or nothing. I, I, I believe, like the team that Gareth puts out, that, that might be the first time they all ever played together as an eleven. Yeah. If he goes, with, if he goes with the one that works with, if he goes for or whatever he goes with. So I think that for a lot of nations, we just see now no Kante, no Pogba for France, but ruled out of the World Cup. So I expect to see the maddest. I expect someone obviously Honduras are not in it. But I expect like the maddest team to like win it. Like I'll let Adi say something mad because Adi say something like someone's gonna win it and they're probably gonna win it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now because what well, if the what well, the World Cup start on the twentieth, the last Premier League game is on the thirteenth of November. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much a week away. So literally, yeah, it's gonna be mad. And then they got acclimatized to Qatar as well. I know it's not going to be as hot, but it's still got acclimatized to Qatar. Yeah. And I saw, I saw, I saw, and I saw where the England team staying as well. And it's, it's, it's okay, but it's, it's not like five star, five star. It's okay. Like I think we could afford it if we weren't there. To be fair, Are you serious? I'm surprised because it's all out for them. Nah, I think I think because where it is, it's not as um, it's not it's not as popular other bases that like the surroundings is not as crazy as it might be with other bases so yeah well, well that's another topic for another day man the World Cup we'll even talk about probably touch on like some of the players um, on this week whether they, whether they should go or not um, but yeah we'll wait and see um, where should we start good week for our boys I think we, myself and Ade went Old Trafford yesterday so we'll save that so we can talk about a journey to the good old Trafford, where we don't, where we still don't have a screen. <laughs> but we'll, we'll say useless we'll, stadium, bro. A useless football stadium. Bro. We'll save that. Ade, um, was it Ham? Um, Ade's cousin was in front of us. You can tell the guy that was in front of us. Yeah, no, it's probably his first time coming to bro. Old Trafford. The guy couldn't scan his ticket. <laughs> okay. So I'm watching him. I was watching him and he was pressing against the, the scanner. And I was thinking to myself, oh, please don't be asked. Please don't be asked. He kept pressing it, pressing it. I was like, oh, this guy's taking ages. Then mm. I just heard him say, Sal! Sal! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even like, say, excuse oh. me. He said, Sal, Sal, Yeah, definitely. Definitely his first time. Definitely his first time. Cool, cool. Well, um, I just talk about a topic that I know is going to piss Ade off. 
because we were so obviously before the we left to go to um the game, we was keeping an eye on the scoreline for Arsenal game. We didn't actually watch the game, but obviously we watched the highlight now. And Addy wasn't too happy because he had a remember he's obviously he talked about it in the group. He had a Zeus in it. And then Mike imagine being with Ade, yeah. The first goal goes in. Jesus didn't score. Second goal goes in. Jesus didn't score. I want my, now it makes it worse. After the first goal, he's captain Saka. <laughs> now I got injured. <laughs> I, I was loving yeah, that. I, I was a I was a problem yesterday. I was a problem. I was living. He was, I he was, was living yesterday. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's leave you to explain why Jesus didn't score a goal. What, 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 was, what was the game like though? I'm guessing obviously you guys batted them, but what was your thoughts on the, on the overall game? Much needed. It was much needed. I was I was out on a date, as you know me. I be dating a lot. So I was out on a date on Saturday, and <laughs> and um, the girls obviously into football as well, and it's Sports Man United. So she's like, "What, what do you expect?" And I just said, after the after the last couple of performances that we've had, that haven't been up to scratch, and um, obviously not winning during the midweek game, which wasn't a good performance, and we got we rightfully lost, but we haven't lost since United. So this is our second loss of the season. I just I just think comfortable four 0 went at home to Forest, and then focus on Chelsea away. And the boys done that. They 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 done that, but one up to me and went five, and it was super comfortable. I mean, Ramsdale probably didn't have to do anything. Could have could have sat down, read the paper, watched the game, could have played. Play. Um, Thomas Partey a level above every single pitch, and that's what he does everything right. And he's like he's like he's like for me a two point oh. He does everything right with the football. Good control, rolls players, beats people, puts. His intervention, super unselfish. Like Reese's first goal, he could have taken a touch span and shot, but Reese is in a better position, puts Reese in. Reese gets his first goal. He set Reese up for his second goal as well. Um, laid Odegaard off. This Reese's first goal, but obviously highly involved. Laid Odegaard off for his goal. And he really should have. Hat trick might be harsh, but he should have double yesterday. The one Ben White's flicked it on back post to stick that away. Yeah. Partey's given him a lovely bolt over the defender. He doesn't have to take more than one touch. Just love the goalkeeper. Literally, just look. If, if, and I think if that's a Jesus that scored two, three, four in a row, he loved it. He's got all the flair in the world. He doesn't need to take two, three touches to control it and then overthink the situation, which I think is what he's doing more yesterday. Because either you're straight up forward. So if, if, if Tommy's scoring from right back and I've got a two from midfield and you're playing up front, you're okay, I have to score today. Like it's 4 0, it's 5 0. Like I have to score. And I felt like he was almost like, he was in that mode of when he was getting his chances, he was like, I have to go. I have to. But he was just like, well, just relax. Just play how you're playing. But me, personally, i got no problems with him because everyone else is scoring around him. I'm getting goals from everywhere. He's got five. I think either he five. I think Martinelli's yeah, got, got five. five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got five. Martinelli's got five. Saka's got four. Partey's got two. Odegaard's got three. I think Shaka might have four. Saliba's got like over, so I'm not too displeased. And my performance levels are still at a very all-time high, and it's and big part is down to him doing his job up top. So the game was comfortable, wasn't really much of a comfortable game, but the, the talking point was Reese as well, Reese getting on. And um yeah, because Reese doesn't reset our contract this year, isn't it? So it's, it's a big year for him. And Arteta thinks highly of him. I know Arteta thinks they can get something out of him. I don't, but I'm gonna listen to my manager. My manager thinks there's something there's a player in there. I think Reese is what 23 now. And he don't strike. He looks to me as another Joe Willock, Ainsley Maitland Niles, and it will be good player from the academy, but not going to make the grade with us. Because to make the grade with us, you have to be able to, or a Gabriel Martinelli or an ESR. Those are the only three that have made the grade with us. And Eddie isn't even like that, but he's yeah, just yeah. about me. You know what I'm saying? So, so the levels are high, innit? So, but I was happy for him those two goals, and he looked good when he came on. But it is not in them for us. They look good, and I just pray that Saka's injury is nothing too mad. I hope it, I hope it's more like a dead calf, but it did look like he might have rolled his ankle or something. So that's touch and go for Sunday, and doesn't play. That's gonna be a big miss for us. Yeah. Um, obviously, Adam, you've got the chance to. Um, me and Adam was we were talking. To be fair, obviously, all jokes aside, we was obviously talking about Jesus in it, but obviously, Adam is gonna be pissed. I think the thing with fantasy football is that you scrutinise players a lot more when they're in your fantasy football team so you watch them a lot more but all jokes aside I still think he's still got a good goal scoring record obviously he hasn't scored within the last two three games right but mm-hmm. five in 12 your first season in Arsenal 
All you need is, is a double goal scoring game within the next few games, and you're and you're one and two again. You get mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's still it's still it's still not all, but it's just he has to definitely improve his goal scoring record if you um moving forward because if you guys want to get to that next level, which I'm guessing you you do. You don't need another Firmino that don't score goals. Like all great facilitating play, but it's not really gonna win you a great footballer. But I think we we both we spoke about it time and time again. We know he's a great footballer, but just put the ball in the back of the net. And then you're yeah, I want to see goals from him. Forget all this great play nonsense. <laughs> this season, the job for him was to show that he can score goals. That that's his job now. And how many goals is how many goals are you expecting from a man that's never done more than 14 in this league? A lot, a lot, bro. Because how many was you expecting from him? Because when we started the season, remember, we, we I said, I said, I said, 17, 18. I think we were going to put him as a top goal scorer or something like that. Yeah, I said, there's a chance for him to be a top goal scorer. And it's worse than a team that creates a lot. I'm going to expect more than a team that creates a lot, right? You know, I put pressure on strikers, it's just, it's just what I do. And the more your team creates, the more I expect you to do. We don't doubt you're a good footballer, but now this was your season to show I'm about these goals. And he's had chances and he's not putting them in. You should be on a lot more. Mm. Like, I'm going to judge you on what you should be, not what you're doing. Okay, what you're doing is okay. Like, someone like Harlan now, Harlan might finish a goal with the season with 20 goals. I can't accept that. In a team that creates so much for you, I can't, I can't accept that. And I, expect, I have high expectations for his too. So I'm hoping he picks up even just for himself. Because every question he's going to get now is going to be about him scoring goals. Like, before the Nottingham Forest match, interviews he was having, they asked him about him scoring goals. Obviously, he said, yeah. yeah, great, I want the team to do well, and blah, blah, blah. But the more questions you get, the more pressure you're going to get. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want him to think like that, though. And I don't want, I don't want the man, I don't want there to be a discussion around it in the training team. I'll, the only discussion that Arteta should have with him is if his performance levels dip in terms of the overall goal of the team. And it's not. He's just got to be more clinical, but he's never shown us ever that I'm a clinical striker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm I, a bagsman. Never shown us that. He's shown me that I can link play and I can score, but um, don't expect me to be scoring every week. I don't be doing that. <laughs> and he's 25 now. I don't really expect him to... to but if he does, I will... Well, 17, 18 goals. That, yeah, I know. But I'm saying that day... In his first season as a number new club, if he gets me the 17-18 that I expected him to get this season, that's a fucking good season for him. With what, eight, nine assists or ten assists? That's like almost a 30 goal. I don't, I don't even care. I just want points. I'm a good player. I don't even care, James. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I had him as my captain and I was happy with it. I was happy with it. I was happy with the return. Two assists, bonus. I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, obviously, we talk about that a bit more further down the line see how much he's like, um, I think both of you made great points, innit? As, like you said, have like is um you don't you don't want that conversation to take place you're hoping the manager don't have that and it should never happen in the pit in the team in the squad it should never happen if he's mm. contrary the way he's but, then, but then the thing is unfortunately because of, of the role that he plays on the pitch that conversation is always going to be the topic from of the like media, bro. be from the media well, from, yeah be from everyone to be honest from me and from i want to find I'll take and it when he when he does up. interviews, and I think it's I I like it. I like that interview he did with Rio. I I appreciate players when they're open and honest, and he's made it clear. Like, yeah, of course I do want to score goals. I'll be lying mm. to you if I'm telling you that I'm standing here. It's silly. It's like me as a defender. I'm getting asked the question. Oh no, it's okay if you concede as long as we win. No, bro. I still want like you see goalkeepers going mad when teams are, when they're winning five 0 and they concede goals. Keepers are going mad because of that. I said. What we what we what were we watching? And when I was watching, um, well, actually, what was it called? I forgot what it's called. Um, all or nothing. Uh, Arsenal's one. All or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. When I think he came into the, he conceded a goal, bro. Like he was upset sitting there, because, despite the team winning, but Ramsey was so upset that he conceded a goal and they, they didn't give him his clean sheet. So mm-hmm. and as a striker, you're gonna have to feel like that, and it's good if he's if if he's thinking like that is a positive thing, is a positive thing. I know we haven't got that from him in City, but. We said the same. It's all good when the team is doing well. This is what I've, I said the same thing about Firmino. Isn't it? It's all good facilitating play for people when the team is doing well. When the question, when it becomes a problem, if the team is not doing well, so no one would like. As I say it can go under the radar now, but if the team is not doing well, 
then that's when the questions will be asked. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're still doing great. You're not playing bad. You're still doing what yeah. you used to do. Everything well, changes. We don't need that anymore. For, 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 for us, as Arsenal fans, you must see what's had defence. You sit up. You've had a different... You've had a striker, Aubameyang, who don't involved in nothing. But he's a bagsman. So I love Aubameyang because he's going to get you 25 a season. Regardless. Around him, he's gonna get you 25. Obviously, he had an anomaly with the last season of us. Or you can get in Jesus, he might be 15 or 16, but he ain't gonna get you 25. I know. But guess what? Your team and everyone around is gonna be a better player. So, Saka at 21, Martin Elliott at 22, 23, they're all gonna benefit from Jesus's work. So, to you, what side of the fence do you want to see? Do you want a striker that's gonna get 25 or 30 and your team don't finish nowhere? Or you get a striker that might get 15 to 18 and whatnot, but everyone around them is functioning, so you're getting more goals overall anyway. So I love how we're playing now. I got no problem with him. No problem yeah. with him. All good. Great point. But we'll see anyway. Moving forward, we'll see how it gets done. Um, in terms of Saka, what are we saying? Have, it, um, is, have there been any update yet? How long is going to be out? Uh, no, no, not, not that I've read anything. But it did look. I mean, he gets. I mean, with Saka, he gets hit every week. Like you said, I, I've said it before. He, so he gets hit every week. But he got hit early and he was already hobbling. And then he went on like a little mazy run and then I think he caught his ankle in the ground. Nice, but he walked off the pictures as a positive. But then I saw really yeah, he looked fine and the next day I'm out <laughs> for months. So I'm hoping Saturday mad because yeah, I'd 100% don't want him to miss the World Cup because I wouldn't, I think he's going to be electrifying if he goes. But obviously more importantly for us, we've got a massive game on Sunday and he needs to be fit because the quality underneath him is not great. Cool. <laughs> But Narice got two goals, bro. Show him some respect. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Narice ain't Saka, bro. Narice ain't Saka, bro. Saka's a star, boy. Obviously, you guys got um, Chelsea next. What? What's your thoughts going into that game? Because you're going to the game, right? So, uh, what's your thoughts? I'm going to the game, so the boys better put in a performance. But I expect them to put in a performance, to be fair. As the boys have been brilliant all season, so I expect them to go there very much. I mean, they just got bad. Right, bro. That, when I saw the team coming through on my flash score, I thought my phone was glitching, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought my team, bro. So, um, right, not play expansive open football. They're not too similar to us. I think for us, we're going to get chances on Sunday, innit? It's the conversation we're having and being clinical and just putting them away. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think. Yes, I don't want to say they're not going to cause other problems at the back because they're at home. They will. They just got thumped. So, but it'll be a good game. But I expect us to go there and put in a performance. And if we take our chances, I, I think we could come out of there with three points. But it's, it's a massive game, in it, away. So, we'll honestly think we can go there, play well, and turn them over at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. I, I feel for you that it's not, I'm not saying it's a free hit, but it's pretty much a free hit for you because the pressure, it's a, a lot of the pressure is on them. Because, like, you just lost 4 1 to Brighton. Fans are going to expect a response, like, and you're going to be at home, so the pressure is fully on them, like, to take the game to Arsenal. And the defense is not that great, and I, and and I think that's why I worry for them. That Tiago is obviously not that quick. I saw the other day um, on Instagram people saying, um, "What Chalabar? No, 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 Chalabar to get in. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. No, 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 bro. The guy nah. has it's, bro, it's because it's. I think all you have to do nowadays is just play games. And if your team win one or two of those games, all of a sudden, this game in the England squad. Oh. Bro, I know like our centre-backs are bad, you know what I mean? But sometimes, like, let's... Yeah, stop it. Do you know what? Do you, do you know what? We do what we do because we, we didn't make it as football, isn't it? So we love football. So we're allowed to give opinions. And sometimes our opinion could be fully off. It's understandable because mm-hmm. professionals can tell us you guys don't know nothing. You don't what you don't play the game at a high level. You don't know what you're saying. But when Martin Keown, I love Martin Keown, ex Arsenal man, says that Joe Gomez should be in the England squad because he had one good game against Haaland. Have you seen what Joe Gomez is doing this season when he's been starting? He's been horrendous. Had the audacity to say, "Oh, with his pace, power, strength." He had one good game. He should be in England squad for the World Cup. But football is short-sighted now. Literally, we're going game by game now. Like, people's yeah. views on stuff long-term are just based on one game. And it's like that constantly now. It's it's, it's boring. It's really boring. Bro, when I saw that the other day, uh, it, it was just laughable. Like, calm down. Like, what, what has he done? Because he, what, Chelsea won a couple games. 
they haven't conceded it doesn't mean he's like he's played any yeah what their defence is not great let's put it as that and I'm not sure I don't know what Graham is doing obviously I know they've got a few injuries but that Shalaban Thiago is not working and then mm. at times what he tries to do is play five at the back for Cucurella and that hasn't worked mm-hmm. as part of the three so um, they're there for the taking I'll be honest with you I mean they've only lost one this, this, this is the only late game they've lost with Potter isn't it yeah, they've only lost one game, innit? Well, yeah. it's not as if they've been playing yeah. their skin. Like he's, he, I think he's been struggling with the with his system. Mm. He's been struggling with how he wants to play there, like, mm. and not just with the system, with the personnel. If you like the Man United game is probably the perfect example to give you. Within thirty minutes, he's already changing attack. Mm. Yeah, I just mm. think I mean tinkering too much as opposed to like actually proper struggling, right? Because they've only lost one game, but definitely these last two games, he's come out of the without. He hasn't come out with the, the tactics or the formation that's appropriate. And he was he talking just, about it yesterday. Like, why are you forcing the, um, Sterling as a fullback when you clearly have a left back right there on the bench? Mm. <laughs> Too well. Why are you going to force Raheem to play that, that role? Mm. Raheem don't want to be there. What, you think Raheem left the Man City to come and play that kind of role? Because yeah, obviously he's got his footballing ideas, right? But this isn't a place to come and be adventurous. But he's still got to be true to himself, though, isn't it? He's still got to be true to himself, isn't it? He can, right? And that's it. That's like you know I'm saying. If he, if he fails, he'd rather, he'd rather fail with. And I fully accept it. I fully accept it. But obviously, it just means that you might be closer to getting your P45. I fully accept it, type of thing. But. Yeah. When you've got big players like that and you're doing risky things, if they don't work, you've in Brighton you can go eight games without winning. You can draw eight games in a row. Chelsea you can't, and that's where the issue comes. You just can't get battered four one away to Brighton. I know Brighton are a good football inside, but you can't go to Brighton and get turned over four one. Yeah. That's alarming. That's actually alarming. Right. <laughs> I can't say nothing. We got bad by Brentford four 0 So no, no, I hear that. Adam. But this Brighton side that battered them haven't won with this new manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, Chelsea come to town and then batter them. But then that's the flip side of things, though, Ham. It's like we're talking about Chelsea. This is the first game they've lost. But we know that, that like, as I said, like, they're not struggling. But he's been tickling with, like, the formation for a while. So they're not exactly performing great. But Brighton has yeah. actually been playing well. They just haven't been getting mm. the victory. Against mm-hmm. Liverpool, they played well. They played well, yeah. They played well. There. Who else did they play after that? They've been playing well. They just haven't been getting the victory. So that's the difference. So and, and Brighton, that's what you can get from Brighton, right? If Brighton can put a ball in the back of the net. Yeah, that's it. It's just that's it. Mm-hmm. The net, that's yeah. the problem that like, Brighton we've had with Brighton for like how many years now? And, and they will get those the... days where everything yeah. ticks. Everything just yeah. And, yeah, it, yeah. and don't get it wrong, it could have been more than four. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where Thiago Xil would save the ball off the line like twice or so. Like yeah, like twice. <laughs> yeah, it could have been more than four. But yeah, so like yeah, they're definitely there for the taking and like the pressure is on them, and and I think this is where he earns his money. Like this is where like his personality will come to hand. How he goes into the changing room and get the players playing for him because it's hard. Like you're not, and I was telling Adi like I think when we were talking about it, I think Adi got it perfectly right. He just wants eleven footballers where you can be able to play anywhere, but it's hard getting and a player like Sterling that just left. Um, Man City because he's not getting enough opportunity to not get him to go and, and obviously you know what Sterling wants to do Sterling wants to get, get goals he wants to be get a, enough goal involved mm-hmm. you're not asking him to play win back like <laughs> mm-hmm. how you get like you're not you as a manager you don't have enough credential for you to get so like to deal with a player to get a player like a Sterling stature to play win back so Pep can probably tell him bro I need to play win back today and he's going to have to accept it or not. Do you know what I mean? Because with Pep, you don't do that. I'll get someone else to do it for me. It's up to you. But you're yeah, a new Bob manager. Could do it with Solly March, but it's, it's yeah, exactly. It's, it's different when you're when you're Raheem Sterling. So yeah, now the game is there for the taking, bro. Like it's it's honestly like as long as you guys don't make if you guys go in there like and performing well within the first, I, you guys yeah you're not off anyway. So <laughs> but if you had the same 30, 40 minutes that we had there, they'll they'll be in trouble. It's as simple as that. They'll be in trouble. I don't see them getting away from that. So 
it's the best time. If you got you guys are very fortunate, it's the best time to play them right now. And and it's up to them to see whether that whether they can turn up. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure that sure there'll be a reaction from them. There's no way they're going to get bad and play at home. It's a big game, isn't it? Arsenal in town, big game, top of the table. So they 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 got they're going to have to put in a performance for Graham, isn't it? So it's just about how we withstand that and don't crumble and make sure that we play how it works, that we've been playing all season. And we'll take the however the results lie, we'll take the result. But the performance is something we can control. So control the performance results. If we score, they score, whatever happens. But just make sure we perform when we go away. That's all I ever ask anyway. Perform how we want to play, how the manager set us up. And if we win, fantastic. If we lose, we dust it off. We got Wolves away before the World Cup. Make sure we beat Wolves. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, let's go on to our boys. Um, obviously, in terms of like the game, you just want to go into the game, Adi, like your thoughts on the game, because obviously we were there. Um, we had a few conversation in our car before the game. It's actually so funny because how like the game played out, the play, some of the plays that we discussed. Um, on a way there, I'm so pissed off because um, you know all the recordings we did that day, just yeah. went like I couldn't I couldn't upload them, like um yeah it's yeah because you know once like the phone um the thing kept on dropping yeah anyway that's another story for another yeah, day yeah yeah but so they, we had some very topical to yeah to the match the match yeah, itself exactly it led up well yeah it led up nicely to the match especially a lot of the plays that we identified in the car but um. Just to like give the listeners like we're gonna be going to a lot more match games, like match day games. I think we talked about this a lot and we'll be providing a lot more content on YouTube, so just look out for it. But yeah, Adi, if you just wanna to touch on the game and then we'll touch on that a lot of the plays that we talked about on the way there. Um yeah, so probably starting off with what we talked about to just to set the tone. So obviously I think the question was the Ask a question about Declan Rice and whether yeah. or not we'll take Declan Rice at United. And obviously, we're saying that, well, I said anyway, that I thought he was a fantastic player, but I'm happy with Casemiro doing what he's doing now. Um, the job he's doing is, is perfect for, for us right now. But don't question Declan Rice's ability. Um, I think the other thing we discussed was the fullbacks. And yeah. what we thought of the fullbacks, and I was like, "Yeah, that I think they're okay. Darlow's playing well. Shaw's an all right player, but we need to upgrade, mm. right? They're all right, but you could be better. And ultimately, if if we're trying to win the league, we need we need better players out there. So obviously, it started the game, and well, I'll say the start of the game, I just thought, yeah, we're in control, right? I didn't think we had any issues. But partly that was because Martinez and uh, Maguire were just passing it between themselves for the first like ten minutes. It was like I just went there to watch Martinez and Maguire just <laughs> pass it between themselves. I was just like, I was even getting frustrated. I was like, are we not moving forward? But the good thing is that Casemiro dropped back after a little while and was like, "You guys stop being stupid. Give me the ball," and he like distributed it. Just he he was just class anyway. Like you could see levels. In terms of his performance, which which was great, obviously Martinez, he's a boss. Basically, he's the captain. Yes, yes. <laughs> Forget Maguire. Martinez is a boss, and it was great to see him taking charge of everything. Didn't shy away from anything. I think it, there was once he like misplaced a, a pass, which could have led to something, but obviously he yeah. didn't. But he was he was superb. Darlow played well. Like yeah. We started off well in the first half. I thought we controlled things. We were always at the risk of the counter-attack, though, because we were taking so long to build up. And once they got the ball, they were just ping it to Bowen or Ben Rama. And they were just running at our defence, running at our defence. So every time they got the ball, I was just like, shit, it's either they're going to score or we're going to give away a penalty. And that's what off, our, off, like, inside forwards weren't really doing, weren't taking on players like that. And then, I guess, gradually... West Ham started getting into the game. Declan Rice, Rolls Royce. He's a Rolls Royce of a footballer. You know, one of those ones that you watch on TV, you don't really appreciate it. But watching him live yesterday, I was just like, this guy's not putting a foot wrong. He's just gliding. Like, like he's a Rolls Royce of football. So, obviously, me saying that, yeah, I'm happy with Casemiro. If we can, <laughs> buy Rice. Let's spend that 100 million. Let's take it. Let's take it. Because... 
at the end of the day, he's a, he's a top player, and top players are. It's either they're, they're, they're in short supply or you're going to have to spend the money. So, And we've decided we're going to spend money anyway, so you might as well just spend, spend it. Buy Rice, have more options within our team. And yeah, do that. I like, I like Shamaka as well. Obviously, it was a shame that when he was on, they, they didn't have much of the ball at stages. But when he did touch the ball, he looked tidy. He looked tidy. So I'm do, I am hoping that we get to see a bit more of him. But in a team like West Ham, if you're not scoring, regardless of whether you're playing well, you're just going to come off. They're just yeah. going to swap you for Antonio. Um, towards the end, we were horrific. <laughs> we played some terrible football. We were giving away the ball for fun, which it, which is hard to watch. I almost had a heart attack like six times. Because <laughs> they were just doing nonsense. They'll get the ball, they'll lose it. I had a few gripes with like Ten Hag. Because obviously, when they took off Elanga, they brought on... It was a McTominay they brought on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, yeah. And then they put Bruno on the wing, and that, that really frustrated me. Because when they took Ericsson... Yeah, sorry, they took Ericsson on to bring Fred on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, when, when you take off a winger, bring a winger on, unless you're changing the formation, don't put Fernandes on the wing. Because there were at least five times where I turned to Tom and I was like, if we had a winger in that passage of play, he gets the ball before the defender. But Fernandez can't run like that. So now you've got an yeah. issue where the ball keeps coming back. Whereas if it was a winger, it just gives you that outlet. Mm. Like if he bought San- if he bought Sancho one for so Elanga. San- like it's not like he- the person doesn't have to be great, but let them that be their position. Because Fernandez couldn't run and get there before the fullback. So he always mm. didn't get the ball. And that really annoyed me. And then obviously Rashford started looking tired after a little while. So I was like, surely you're gonna have to either take Fernandez off because he doesn't fit into that position or Rashford off because he's looking tired, but he didn't do that. So that upset me a bit. But um, respect to Rashford for his goal. Bullet header. Bullet header. Yeah, I don't think there are many players within our squad that would have gone for that header. Um, Maybe Ronaldo, but he's... Him, him, Ronaldo Ronaldo and Lisandro Martinez. (laughs) Bro, bro, even Ronaldo, he just might not even be there. That guy... (laughs) He's just not even where he needs to be at any point in time of the game. I was complaining last week about people saying, oh, if Ronaldo was on the pitch, he'll score that. Nigga is on the pitch and ain't doing shit. So stop making that comment. For half of the game, he's on the halfway line. Right? He'll come deep. When Ronaldo gets the ball, he'll lay it off. Right? By the time he lays it off, everyone else in that team is now faster than him. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're ahead of him. So, how are you going to score when everyone's ahead of you? So, what are you doing? And then when you do get the chances, bro, you're not getting them on target. Yes, let's be honest. Yeah, he smashed about two or three of them over wide, but they only... But he shanked like two or three of them. Bro, when it comes to Ronaldo, you shouldn't even be saying on his left foot. There was one, Tommy turned to me and said, didn't he get on target? (laughs) I was like... There was one, I think it was the one that Rashford slipped into him, yeah. I turned to Adi, I was like, where did that go? Yeah, bro. We said yeah. yeah he was he, he was shank, he was shanking them yesterday. Yeah, he was shanking. Bro. Them. Yeah, it's yeah. not great reading. All these people that have been defending him, it wasn't great watching. And obviously, I keep saying I don't have anything against him, but you're not the Ronaldo you were. And even when you drop back, you can't beat a man. Nah, nah, nah. He ain't you can't beat a man. He literally takes one. He, he he stops the ball, controls it, and lays it off. Now you're at centre midfield. You're not going to score from there. And then when you are up front, the one out of ten times that you are up front and they don't get it, so you now be moaning. Shut up, bro. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. But, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, let me sharp about it. We, we thank God for the three points because very easily, if it wasn't for De Gea, it wouldn't have been three points. But, but God was on our side. Bring on next week. <laughs> people around us have to drop points. And hopefully we, we beat Villa. Yeah, um, yeah, now that that's I think that's it. That's bro, you pretty much touched on absolutely everything that we um we discussed yesterday in terms of like the match. Um, yeah, we started off well, we controlled it a bit, but that was just us passing at the back. And, and I think I made a reference to when Luis Van Gaal was there, and that's pretty much what we were doing when we when we used to have a lot of possession. Bro, we did one thousand passes between the centre backs. <laughs> one thousand. It was no, mm. it was that bad. It was 
And it wasn't, so, it was, it was, because the passing was so slow as well. Yeah. The movement was slow. It just, the fans were getting frustrated. Everyone was just making noise. And, oh, mate, <laughs> and I'm Harry Maguire, bro. The guy can't catch a break, but everyone's on him. Like, he's yeah. literally, the fans are on him. So, and, and you can see by the way he plays, yeah, he's trying not to have too much of the ball because usually when he gets the ball, he likes to bring the ball forward, but it's not when trying to do that. He's just trying to have minimum touches as possible. So, to be fair to him, if you have a, a guy low on confidence, that's what you got to try and do. You just go try and do all the keep basic things. Yeah, keep it tidy. Don't do more than that. And, well, he didn't really do much wrong anyway. Yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. And, like, Martinez was just head and shoulders above him. Like, it was pretty much that simple, head and shoulders above him. It made, but Martinez makes him look all right. I'm not saying makes him look good, it just makes him look all right. Because Martinez, he's, he's, as Adi said, he's just a boss. Like, he just deals with everything. Like, literally, and good reading of the game. And the most, and the good thing about it is that he's also very good on the ball. There's one pass he gave to Ronaldo, I thought, that was, that, that was disgusting. And Ronaldo messed it up. He yeah, just destroyed yeah. the whole move. Just destroyed <laughs> the whole move. Yeah, it destroyed. He thought that Marcus was coming in, so then he was yeah. gonna give him like this. <laughs> <laughs> he was seeing visions. He was seeing visions. Yeah. Nah, but you guys know I'm the biggest like Ronaldo's fan, and 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 that hasn't changed, didn't it? You know what I mean, that hasn't changed, bro. He has to go. No, I, I'm, I'm I, like I am dead serious, Ham. No, Tom, he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to. No, he doesn't have to. No, thank you, Ade. Thank you, thank you. No, he doesn't have to. 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 I love it. You know, like literally, I think during that ninety minutes, probably sixty, seventy minute, me and Ade were just cussing it. <laughs> Cussing him. Yeah. No, I'm not with Joe. Like, cussing him, Ham. And there were sections of the fans that, were, that was even booing. Oh, swear yeah. up. Yeah. That was booing. Yeah. Like, it is, it was that, bro. I love the guy. You guys know, bro. I love it. But he, I'm, I'm done with him, bro. Yeah, people, people are focusing on his history. They're making the judgments. Because I speak to exactly. people at work and they're like, oh, but it's Ronaldo. He has to play. Stop it, people. Just like stop it. Yeah. Gonna hey, be hey. To back up Roy Keane, though, to back up Roy Keane, top goal scorer last season, mate. That's last top goal scorer last season. We're in a new season, bro. In reality, it, it did happen, right? It did happen. Mm. But, we, but the reality is also that he took away from the rest of the team. About the Arsenal, so about strikers, yeah. like strikers get their goals. Is it better? Is it better for the team, or is yeah. it better to have a Martial who's never going to get as many goals as Ronaldo? But you guys might play better, yeah, play better. better for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you did have preseason. Tom was saying it yesterday. Obviously, now the preseason you didn't have is showing. Yeah, it's hundred percent, hundred percent. It's preseason though. God bless you, and that's what I was saying exactly that. Like it's showing preseason. Bro. Bro, the play. No matter what you have to do now, yeah, you're playing catch up to this players. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And not just our players, the opponent when you have that are playing because all of them are sharp and good mm-hmm. to go. Like, look, you guys obviously know I love him, um, but for me, my stance always like Manchester United first. And I love Manchester United more than any player, bro. And yesterday, just epitomized that the guy is just nah. There's nothing he can do, bro. Like he's as Ade said, bro. He looks what do you say? Ade he looks like a soccer A player. Right. It looks like you know when they're doing soccer A's and there's one player that you know that can't play football. Man like, Ch- Man like Chunks and Philly. No, 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 no. Ch- Chunks got that. He's got that in the bag. But imagine like, Chunks with like 80 extra pounds on that like, he just put on just to say he touched the pitch. Yeah. It's bad, Honestly. No, mm. I, I I think people might just and you know why people just gotta take it as um, gospel, yeah? Because it's the fact that coming from me, everybody knows how much I love Ronaldo. Obviously, you know it doesn't even make sense sometimes. Yeah, you know <laughs> I love that. You don't know how much I love the guy. Like, well, like Ham, you called me the other day. What was, what was Adam saying to you? My son saying to you. He was yeah, yeah. Player. Ronaldo. Adam doesn't watch. Yeah, he doesn't watch football, but he just. Like he knows that there's only one room in this house. We don't mention the other guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's we don't, he's we don't mention the real girl. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't mention that. And for me to say that, like, and it's just such a shame, and it's it's painful to watch. And I just don't want to watch it because of how much I love the players as well. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, what? And like he shouldn't even work no more. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't pretend that I'm not what I'm not like. I feel like people are pretending they're not watching a game where they can't see yeah. what's happening. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. I can't have seen what I saw yesterday. Bro. He will shoot like. The player had already blocked whatever thing you're about to do, and he'll still do it. it matter. There's no fainting or anything. He'll still I'm just kick it. Wasted, wasted bad, man. What do you not think of him and blanking um, Gary Neville? What do you think? Do you think he done that on purpose or no? He definitely not or yeah, he did on purpose. One hundred percent. But I don't like to me for with that. I don't really care because for me, anyway, like it's something I would do in it if I. And I think with what some of the pundits, I'm not too sure what Gary Neville said about him, but Gary's not said nothing crazy though. The goal, like yeah, they, don't, they, don't, they don't they don't criticize um, his actual footballing games. And mm. If you a lot of the times when they talk about Ronaldo, it's not only about his performances; they talk about everything else. And for me, if I know someone's been talking bad at me, I'm not sure whether he listens or he gets obviously listens. He's got a big team in it, so they must be saying, "Come mm. and tell him." I'm not like I'll do exactly what he's done. I'm not going to be fake about it. I'm not going to see you and try and shake my hand, shake your hand if I know. Yeah, but you don't even need that. to go and greet them in the first place. You don't exactly. Do yeah. So that one's, pre- yeah, that is premeditated. Why he gone and done that is stupid. You should just don't go to Sahar at all. You don't just Sahar mm. called you. Just don't go. Yeah, but he fucks you. So I, Ronaldo strikes me as someone that he only wants, and people are like this in life. I'm not. Only people are like good. this in life. He only wants to hear positive stuff. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear nothing negative. Because Gary Neville hasn't, like, I listen to Gary in there. I fucks with Gary a lot. Gary ain't said nothing that's outlandish or crazy. It's constructive criticism. And if him and Ronaldo are cool like that, you don't want people like Rio Ferdinand who's never going to say nothing bad yeah, about Ronnie. Every time. You know what I'm saying? You need to have someone that's able to say, yes, he's the greatest. Like, Gary thinks he's the greatest. However, he's still done X, Y, and Z wrong. You can't just have people like Roy Keane and Rio just say, yeah, but it's fine for him to leave because he's he can walk down the tunnel because he's Ronaldo. He was the top goal scorer last season. He's Ronaldo. That, you can't run You can't run a business like that. Madness, bro. Yeah. So Ronaldo can't be on some petty arm. One thing bad about me. Oh, okay, I'm, talking to him. I'm, I'm not talking to him. Like, come on, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but I'm, yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'll be honest, bro. He must have been he was the worst player on our team, like, I could yeah, have yeah. swapped Fernandez Easily. for anyone yesterday. Like, I didn't feel as if he was really adding much to the game. But Ronaldo was just... Nah, Easy. And, nah. I, and I think what we said is that if you're a 38-year-old and you're missing pre-season, like, you're playing catch-up, you can't... Bro, you're already 38. You can't be playing catch-up with this young boy who's like, that they can run all day. You know what I'm saying? You like, just can't. Do you know why I don't play for Saturday football no more? So after my last injury, I went to training once, once, and I realised the amount of effort I would have to put in to mm-hmm. get match fit again. And I was just like, nah, this is past me. This is, man was, what, 34 then? I was like, this is, this is a bit of a, of a stretch. So if you're not putting in the work pre-season and you're a professional footballer at 37, you're going to be behind the curve. Yeah, like, it's well, a we'll, shame, we'll, man. we'll see what you guys do with him, though, innit? Yeah, we yeah, wish him all the best in Saudi, though. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the best. All the best, man. <laughs> You're still going to get it. He'll get it. He'll, get, he'll give him good money. So, it's up to him and where he wants Go to Go to MLS, him. score 60 goals a season. Like, the only thing I'm happy about is the fact that we know, like, I hope he goes in January, but if it doesn't go, at least we know he's only got, like, what, by the time the World Cup comes, after they come back from the World Cup, he's only got six months left of us. And that's it. So um, mm-hmm. if if they're sensible up there, they'll just pack his bags for him, and just and yeah, go wherever you want to go. It's as simple as that. This is your um, love out that you're talking about. Like well, this. Bro, I, now you guys know, but I can't. I just can't watch United. Like there's one thing loving a player, but there's one thing loving United. You know, bro. Like how a player to bring my team down, bro. And this, and we talked about it from the beginning of the season. We we pretty much knew this was gonna happen. We don't. We want to sideshow, but we're winning. And the worst thing about it was. The good thing is we're still winning games, but imagine we weren't winning no games that day. Oh my goodness! Imagine we were winning games. We're still winning games, and Ronaldo's still the talk of everything. But I do understand that sometimes it's not went down to him. It's just the fact that he's one of the greatest players ever. So it's like, in order to sell newspaper, in order to like get headlines, it has to be surrounded with. But he doesn't make it easier though, because he doesn't. No, no, I I get that. I get that. Of course, yeah, of course, he doesn't. He doesn't make it any easier, man. So, 
if I was him, I'd just be trying to go under the radar. But I think he loves that sense to be center of attention too. Yeah, he's not offering much on the pitch, which is exactly. not great. So, and you know. not great. Before we just we go off like um United, just let's touch on the fullback. I feel like we talk about the fullback situation in United like almost like we've been talking ever since the start of this podcast. United fullback must have, <laughs> we must have talked about them more than anything else. Um, obviously the manager came like as Daddy was saying on our way to Old Trafford, we just run through some topics. It's a shame. I'm still pissed off that we can't and um, we couldn't get. You, um, I, was, I was happy because Ten Hag stamped what I said. Exactly. So literally, exactly what Addis said in the car. Obviously, Ten Hag came out and said that we need two good fullbacks. Like we need. To, obviously, she showed that. Yeah, like the, the ones we might have here, they might be functional at the moment, but they're not my fullbacks. I I can't use them. I want something better. I wish you could. And basically, that's what you was touching on, Adam. You're saying, let's give an example of what you were saying in terms of like Dumfries and like, um, and Dalo, for example. Yeah, because obviously Dalo, Dalo's all right, right? He's he's fulfilling a, a position, a need. But then there are players like Dumfries that actually defensively, he might be the same level as Dalo, but attacking wise, he's levels above these levels above and that's what that's what you need you might not get a, a well-rounded defense like right back like Hakimi it might not be possible to get someone like that but you're going to need someone that is either really good defensively or really good going forward like I would take a Dumfries anytime but then the people he gets linked to are Chelsea that could, could have 10 people that are better than, <laughs> better than our right backs so it's it's one of those ones, but we definitely need to upgrade. I think to go to the next level, we need to push forward, especially where we're not really getting goals like everyone else. We scored what seventeen goals this season, shambolic. So yeah, I, I can see how we can improve. And obviously, Dalo has that positioning issue. He, he's putting in a shift for us one hundred percent, but his positioning is lacking. And I think he can be better. We can get someone better going forward. Cool. And what I think what we were saying about Luke Shaw is that. It just is inconsistency. It's just not consistent mm. enough, and um, yeah, and you, you can probably get someone that that can give you more every week from that Luke Shaw position, because uh, as much as I think we were talking about Malasias, the good thing about Malasias is that we didn't buy him for a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know how much he's going to improve, but I just don't see what he's going to do that's going to be any different. We're like, going to have four four left backs at the beginning of next season. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I just don't see what he's going to do. I, I think, what, we didn't with sales um, Tellers, right? So Tellers, no, no, he's just on no, loan. Tellers on Yeah. And I think, and it, and it just, it's crazy. The manager's got, he's got to take, he's got to eat that up because I know I'm being, it might sound extremely harsh, but Tellers can offer us more than what Molasses offers. Molasses, I think is like, is a legend to even get in the box. Like, as if he's scared to get in the box or like, make overlap the full, I mean, the wingers. I just don't know what it is with him. He just prefers to just sit on a, like, on the halfway line and slide tackle or He's tackle. just basically a defender and, yeah. like, pure defender. That's all he's, he's, he's basically one Bissaka on the left-hand side. And he just, like, he worked well for, the like, the two, three games that I came in to, like, came in for, which is all great. And that's why I wasn't really getting excited about him. Yeah, I know he was, he was making tackles. He was, like, his energy level is probably will be needed at the time, mm. and we need and we needed a fight at the time. But if you just look, if you just watch his game and watch like just the quality of the player, I'll be surprised if someone's all the praises we're getting when people started comparing him to Evra. And it's like, what are you? I'm, are you guys watching the same guy I'm watching? I'm not saying look, the guy might come out and just blow, but from what I'm seeing from him, I don't see it. And obviously, it doesn't help like Luke Shaw. You're inconsistent. You're doing well at the moment, but it's clear that the managers don't want you. So we need a we need we need the fullbacks in. So hopefully we can get that in in January. Hopefully we can. Yeah, we we can definitely buy a right back from Tierney from Arsenal. Nah, that's all right, man. So you right. guys ain't using him. Let's let's take him off your hands. It's an embarrassment of riches, Addy. That's what you call that yeah. embarrassment of riches, where Kieran Tierney is not even getting the start at Arsenal. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, now that's that's the what, what you any thoughts on it? And I'm um, quickly before we move on from United. 
No, I think I spoke about it last season, even before this is. I, I thought that was United's thing that they need to do way before Ten Hag come here. But uh, the fullback position had to be addressed. I think it's a weak link. I think in modern day football now, you want your fullbacks to be one of your most important players in your team. And you look at us, for example, Ben White ain't even a right back, but he's put a fucking shift out there, bro. A fucking. And he's not a proper right back. Now we spent 35 million on the left back and Zintenko. So it's, it's an important position. It's an important position. I don't think United have had fullbacks. I can't think of the last time you had good good fullbacks. So I think it's a massive thing. And I think it's good that Ten Hag has come out and said that, yeah. But uh, I think I have faith in Ten Hag that he'll do the right thing and get the right fullbacks. Or at least the profile. Whether they whether they turn out to be good or not, might not be like Malasia. He may be or may not be. But the profile, so Ten Hag thought he fit the profile I want. But is he performing to the level there? Well, probably not. But yeah, I think fullback is 100% something that you guys have to improve. Wamba Saka, Tellez, Brandon Williams, all these players, they can't still play. Be my United players, so it's just not cutting it, bro. Luke Shaw, yeah. cut ties with him. It just, they just, just can't still be there in 2022, 2023, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, cool. Let's move on to the shock of the weekend. A lot of people were saying, I know Brighton beat them Chelsea 4-1, but I'll tell you what, yeah, I was shocked that Leeds beat Liverpool away from home, bro. I am feeling I was shocked. Like, it was, I just thought it was going to be, like, Leeds are not performing well. Leeds can beat goals. How the hell they've gone to Anfield and they grabbed three points, bro? I was like, <laughs> Like, they are in trouble. Like, I've always thought, like, throughout the course of the season, like, look, they'll bounce back, they'll bounce back, they'll bounce back. But this one is actually, this is, like, this one shocked me the most out of the, like, all the performance this season, bro. Like, I just didn't see Leeds going to Anfield. Like, you can't win away from home anyway. And you're mm. not allowing Leeds to beat you out of home. Like, and, this, and I think this is the first, I was, I was telling you guys before we jumped on, this is the first time I saw, like, it feels a bit. It feels rattled. It's like like it doesn't come across as confident and like as it used to in these like press conferences. Yeah, that's like Conte. Yeah, like <laughs> to be fair, Klopp has been saying a lot of nonsense for a long while now. Like talking about, it's, I, I don't know whether that's him trying to deflect like the attention elsewhere because he knows obviously his team is struggling. All the stuff he's been saying about Man City and all sorts. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whether that's him deflecting their attention. What the in like the his press conference was it today's one for like the Champions League? It just the guy just looks, it looks a mess, man. <laughs> it looks a mess. Do you think you guys think the press is fine to get to him? Go on, Ade. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I think even just from the way he's talking, he's, he's, he's looking rattled. Um, you get some managers that it's just easier for them when things are going well. They they just speak easier. So maybe he's not, but they just speak easier. It's, the words come a lot easier out of their mouth. But when things aren't going as well, you get a bit irate. So maybe he's got everything under control, but his communication skills aren't aren't, aren't the best. But just from looking up from the outside, he looks rattled at the moment. And I can't see how... So if it keeps happening... It'll just get worse. You get me? I think you're going to have press conferences all the time. So if you're just getting annoyed every time you have one, it's going <laughs> to spill over into like training, into the matches. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm quite happy personally because I see it now is that we're seven points ahead of them. They have Spurs this weekend. So as long as we beat Villa and if Spurs decide to win, we're 10 points above Liverpool. Bro. We need all the help we can, and if they want to self-destruct, <laughs> they're more than welcome be, to it. Be our guest, <laughs> bro. No complaints whatsoever. Yeah. What are you saying, Ham? Uh, so I think that's Klopp. He's all, he's been fiery when they won the league, when they were finishing second, when they got ninety something points. He's always been in his press conferences, and yes, it's understandable. He's going to be a bit more now because he's not happy, isn't he? He's a proud, he's a proud man, isn't he? He's a great but manager. I don't, I don't think it's is him being fiery in this press conference. I just think he's like he just think, seems rattled. I don't think he he doesn't have the answers like he used to. Like 
I think that's what I got from it. I don't think it's mm-hmm. about him like being fiery, just him being rattled. Like, and the words that the words that were just coming coming out of his mouth is it sounds like a man that's like that sounds defeated, bro. When that Bon Loho keeps coming for him, he said every time you hear Bon Loho, he said, "Well, since since um, Klopp said I don't have a a winner's mentality, he hasn't he hasn't won a game. He keeps coming for him every single nah, time. Bon has been coming for him every, every single time now. So I think it's like since he made that yeah, comment, like, he has come yeah, for him every yeah, single fight, time. A fight against the media, yeah, it's sometimes not worth it because this guy's can as they can say the stupidest things, and it will and it will go viral. You get what I'm saying? It's not. It's, it just doesn't make sense. Well, not saying that brother Hon, a lot of the stuff he's been saying is just he's just talking bare nonsense. But for the fact that the attention is on Liverpool, it gives him the more it gives him more ammunition to keep to keep going pretty much. Mm. No. <laughs> no sorry, oh, may continue, sorry, bro. No, no, no. It's cool. I, like I said, for me. And they said, look, let it continue. But I think for Klopp, there's it's a lot in it. Players out of form, trying to build a new team. I think the only person successfully that done that might have been Sir Alex, to be fair. And that was in a different era, a different time, where you could buy the best players from a team because United had United was so good and had so much resources and other teams are playing catch-up. But in order to like create, like create new teams and create teams that are going to keep winning, I think only Fergie has managed to do that successfully in the Premiership. Arsenal didn't do that. Uh, I don't think Jose done that. So I don't think there's many managers that have done that. Pep's currently doing that. But, you know, he's bankrolled heavily. But he's a great manager as well. So I think for Klopp, he's it's, it's got a hard job on his hands, isn't it? He's competing with probably arguably the best team we've ever seen in the Premier League. And any bit of slippage is is costing them the title already. They are the title race already. We've already paid for it. It's a madness. And I don't think, like me, I was telling you on Saturday, Tom, I don't think wrong. I don't think he's been able to buy his first 11 all season. I don't think he's been able to put out like he's literally his best team all season. I don't think so. He hasn't been able to bring in these 90 million striker in with all his players around him. I don't think he's been able to do that. So he's been handicapped by a lot of things this season. But we saw it before. They didn't have no centre-backs and they still finished top four. So for me, I think I think Klopp's a top, top manager. Liverpool can still salvage their season somehow and still make top four if they can. And they seem to be doing seemingly well in the Champions League. So they might have one of them fluke seasons. Remember when Chelsea come fifth and won the Champions League? Yeah, I could see you know that. I'm saying, happening. yeah, so, so I could see that happening. I could see them having, okay, cool, the Premier League ain't that great, but they win the Champions League. Like, I could see them having the same when Chelsea finished fifth and won the Champions League. Mm. So the players have won the Champions They've been to, like, what, two finals underneath Klopp? Maybe even three finals underneath Klopp. Three, three in it. Yeah, three finals underneath Klopp. So they, they do well in the Champions League, innit? European Knights at Anfield and all that type of stuff. And I think once the once the Champions League kicks back again in February, February this year, isn't it? Or maybe March because of the World Cup, whatever. Liverpool might have their first eleven back. Players might have hit form again, and the league will be done by then. So it might just be a thing of fuck it. We're just going all but all all full steam ahead for the Champions League, and I can see them doing that to be fair because their season will be a disaster if the Liverpool team that last five six years come to this point do nothing because they're not like us in it like we're shit so we might not win nothing this season like us two are shit yeah, <laughs> and if yeah, yeah. if you guys don't win something we don't win something and we get Champions League us us three are going to throw a party <laughs> whereas Liverpool if they don't do nothing this season Liverpool fans are not going to be satisfied because they've been spoiled and rightfully so and they still have the same players so they shouldn't fall off a cliff because of one player so it'll be interesting to see how their season ends, to be fair. But I do think they, they have to pick something up. So whether that's an FA Cup, defend the FA Cup, defend the League Cup, or win the Champions League, or at least go to the final in the Champions League and get top four. If they don't get top four, they have to win the trophy. Yeah. But, then, I, but I don't I don't see them doing anything with Klopp, though. I don't see the owners or anything doing anything with Klopp other than just sending messages every day. Like, Did you sleep okay? Is your wife all right? Is the family good? <laughs> if you okay, we can fly you into America for therapy if you need... Just hold the fort down. If you need more money in January, we got you. Just please don't think about leaving. Don't think about doing nothing silly. We support you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and I heard that. Like, I'm definitely not ruling them out or anything. Um, but it's just like just I was I was just pretty much like shocked about yeah, the actual the Leeds one. Was the Leeds one, yeah, more than anything. It's so, about like, time though. Van Dyke's never lost a home game in the league, bro. Oh wow, oh. it's is. It's about time, fam. He's never lost a home game, bro. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah, so I was I was just shocked about that. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, as you said, if the Gotham wins something else, like maybe the Champions League 
League Cup, mm. FA Cup. That won't surprise me because they've still definitely got quality there and they've got a top, top manager. It's just, they just need to get the acts together. And as we talked about, I think they're unfortunate at not being able to get like the 11 on the pitch all the time. So, hey, and I heard something, I don't know if it's true about how Fabinho might have split with his missus, like staying in a hotel or something like that. So that's why he's been playing bad. So I don't know whether that's true. <laughs> allegedly, that's allegedly, 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 allegedly. Sorry, allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah, um, so like that was I, I was that was I was going to take um to my next question. I was going to say who do you guys think is going to get sacked next in the league? What? So we're saying, but definitely saying it's not clock then, basically. Like, it would have listen. It would have. We wouldn't have even had to ask this question because he would have been sacked by now if Liverpool had bloody beat them, and Jesse Marsh would have been sacked by Leeds by now. If Liverpool, <laughs> now he's won at Anfield. Now he's gonna buy himself more time. But yeah, I think I think he's probably gonna be the one to go. Oh, Jesse, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. So you saying the same thing? Yeah, probably. Looking at yeah, how man. the teams are are playing, yeah, stuff, it's probably yeah. Good. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with any of that. To be honest with you. Or Conte. Or Conte. Yeah, or Conte. That's not a bad shot. That's not a bad shot. I've been trying to get... Horrible. <laughs> been trying to, I've been trying to get Chris on here for a while, but I don't know. He's been avoiding the smoke. Well, he don't <laughs> want to come on. He don't... <laughs> What's up on the table, Tom? <laughs> you don't just smoke. He's been avoiding it for a while, boy. Every time he seems to pick up a new illness, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Spursy illness. That's what he's got. The Spursy illness, bro. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'll still try and get him on sooner or later. Um just a quick roundup on the on the games quickly, actually, before um before we jump off. Newcastle, man. Newcastle. Well go straight to them, man. Yeah, what we're saying, go on. Four nil demolished. That's Aston Villa four. Oh yeah, Stevie's gone. We beat Brentford four nil. We're gonna little that that bounce back. You know that little new manager bounce. Shut up. Sit down. Four nil. Go back home. Got slapped up, bro. Callum Wilson, Kieran Trippier, Miggy Almiron. I love you, son. Thank you. Getting <laughs> a fire under this guy's belly. I don't know what you've done to him. You know he's literally. I know he watches um what's thingy's um documentary. Michael Jordan's documentary. Um, oh, last time. Last time. I know Almira watches that every day. And I took it personally. <laughs> because, fam, the goal he scored the other day, yeah, that's a player that is flying high on confidence. Yeah. Man knocked it, put it inside, left foot whippage. The goal against Tottenham the other day, stood up at Longley, spun him, whipped it. Fire, bro. And Newcastle were on fire. Like, Kieran Trippier at right back has been a revelation. Um, Botman at centre-half has been good. Callum Wilson, if he's fit, we already know he does 15 goals a season if he's fit, but he's just never fully fit. And so Linton, the, the biggest turnaround I've seen in the Premiership history in terms of a player going from the guy shit <laughs> to now... Bruv, the guy, we look at the guy and see he's shit to now the guy plays a new position and he plays the position well. Torres yeah. is a and in the rough. Like, he's all the way in Newcastle, but he looks like he should be in Hollywood in a film or something he's he's amazing so big I'm big up Eddie Howe man big up Eddie Howe so I'm loving what Newcastle are doing like I said last week top six I could definitely see them breaking into that party brother and taking Leicester's position Leicester were trying to do it for years not trying they did it but I think that's Newcastle's job now to break into the top six and hopefully break into the top four in a couple more seasons but they're doing great down there man cool 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 um Fulham and just quickly one quickly one question Callum Wilson go to the World Cup or not Quickly, just yes or no. Goes to the World Cup or not? Twenty six players. Does he go? Yes or no? Yeah, if he's fit, yeah, yeah. yeah if he's fit, you think yeah. he goes? Yeah, if he's yeah. fit, yeah, yeah. He scores yeah. goals. He scores more than the, all the other striker apart from Kane. So if we're talking of like um, what England's struggling with, scoring goals, right? So, so he's... why not bring? Yeah, why not bring someone yeah. that scores goals? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, take take actually, not... five less right back. <laughs> <laughs> All our right backs are getting injured anyway, so he doesn't have like now it doesn't it can't be there's no point forcing it, bro. Reese is not nah, bro. You start pulling up some random ones that you've never Nah, bro. The, the, he has the easiest job now. The right back position is very simple. It's between Kieran Trippier and Ben White. It's, there's no other competition for the right back position. It's that simple. It's just being whittled down for you, bro. Kieran Trippier, make your decision. Yeah, um, what have we got? 
But I don't want to talk about that whole game. They're just dead, man. Brentford, Wolves. Then we have Fulham, Ever- Everton. But you know what? I was watching the Fulham Everton game. I was surprised that game finished uh, finishing nil nil. Yeah, um, there were chances, weren't there? There was a lot of chances in the game, so I was I was quite surprised. And and Everton are actually trying to play football now. To be honest with you, um, and I, was it last week that who was I talking to? Was it you, Ham? Last week I was saying how they play the second goal that they scored last week, the second or third goal that that they played out, play from the back. Mm-hmm. And like the, you can literally hear the fans jeering after every single pass. But then, like, they're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, they're not used to it. And then, literally, eventually, they create a chance. Um, I think he missed it. I think, um, and um, I can't remember who missed it. But um, what's the winger that Chelsea wants to get against? Enos As in Gordon. As in Gordon. Yeah, 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 Gordon. And I worked it from the back. So like, sometimes like you got to appreciate that. Sometimes, obviously, when you're going through some tough times, just do whatever it takes to get you through it. Yeah. They got Frank, um, huh? Yeah, got Frank. And, once, and once the confidence is back up, then maybe start trying to play football again. Whether it lasts or not, we'll see. And it's still early days, isn't it? So we'll just see how how he gets on. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I don't want to talk. Tottenham, about Brentford, two 0 down. Brentford, Bournemouth, sorry, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah, two 0 down. I was pissed off that <sighs> Bournemouth, man. Yeah, I was pissed off, bro. Yeah, most teams struggle to. Hold on, one they've lost a two goal lead. Just generally, but at least draw two two. Are they not bloody going to lose the game three two? Well, man. Most teams crumble. Most teams actually crumble when. And then you're talking about Jesus. At least Jesus does something. I got bloody Harry Kane, bro. How can Tottenham score three goals away from home and Harry didn't even score or assist, bro? <laughs> he took a week off in annual. Bro, bro, he's week off. Better come back with a hat trick on Sunday. Okay, <laughs> you want to take a week off him? You better come back to Avengers the following week, bro. We don't take weeks off in my team, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have to see. Um, I think that's about it, to be honest, for this week. We've only got a couple more weeks before the World Cup. So, yeah, we might do a World Cup special. We could do a World Cup special, right? But uh, to be honest, I don't know who's going to win the World Cup, bro. Nobody knows who's going to win. Argentina. 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 That's all. I, that's all we was hearing yesterday, but they're loveless. Like, um, wow, that's that's the winner right there, bro. Argentina, but this is Messi gonna bail out, win the World Cup, bail out, retire, done. Simple clock football. <laughs> no ending anyway. Cool, cool. Yeah, right, Ronaldo to die. Ronaldo yeah. just die. <laughs> I feel sorry for his wife here. Yeah. I wonder what he's Ronaldo doing in every Champions League game, bro. Watching Messi. <laughs> 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 all right cool uh, um thanks for you thanks for listening please make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel at res divided um as we said we're going to keep dropping like match day content so please look out for it uh share it with friends and family uh follow us on twitter instagram all the good stuff at res divided Peace. top of the table top of the league some things never change uh, i was no. hoping you wouldn't say that this week man but hopefully that some things don't change Top of the table. Peace. Peace.